The last time we checked in with Pedro Lerma, he was head of one of the most successful advertising agencies of the country, especially going after the Hispanic market, but it was Richards Lerma, part of Stan Richards' group. He's off on his own right now, and there's about to be the Lerma Towers in the West End, and, and but happily he still talks to us, even with all the great success. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Always happy to talk to you, David. So you're so yeah, so you're taking over an entire you for you spit off, you split off from Richards. You're taking over an entire floor from the West End. This is a pretty bold move. Business must be pretty good. Business has been great. And uh, you know, we were fortunate in that we started out with a solid foundation. Uh, we've been around as uh, as an agency for about twelve years now. Uh, we have long-standing clients like the Home Depot, Avocados from Mexico, uh, that, that really have provided us that foundation. And so as we separated uh, from the Richards Group, uh, there were some migrations from the Richards Group in terms of team members who uh, were looking for a new place uh, you know, to do what we do. And, uh, and there were some clients that also came over. And so that has... Um, added further to the foundation of the agency. And there's been a lot of excitement about what we're doing. We are now a 100% minority owned, uh, minority certified agency. And that too has created uh, opportunity and interest in the agency. So tell me about your clients. And you've also got your your agency record for the Salvation Army. And I know Interstate Batteries and Warner Media you work with is a large group. Are these people going after the Hispanic market or the minority market, or is it coincidental that you're minority owned? Uh, it's really a, a combination of things. So as we uh, separated from the Richards Group, one of the things that we did was we had uh, team members from the Richards Group who came over, many of which are not Hispanic. And in fact, some of those clients that came over were not specifically uh, Hispanic clients of the Richards Group. And so it gave us an opportunity to redefine ourselves as not just a Hispanic or a multicultural agency, but as what we call a cross-cultural agency built on the foundation of multiculturalism. And so as clients are now trying to navigate a more diverse a more multicultural consumer, uh, an agency like ours gives them an opportunity to really tap into and connect with uh, in, in relevant ways uh, at a cultural level. So we see ourselves today as uh, an agency that leverages culture to connect brands and people. So your business has changed so much over the last decade. And I think of, you know, there was a time when you bought radio time and television time and maybe some print newspaper, maybe you put up some billboards. And now it seems like everything is oriented toward social media. Um, where is the concentration right now? And does that work in all groups? I mean, is social media as important when going after the minority community as, as others say? I would say social media is even more important uh, in going after and connecting with the, the minority community. Um, black and Hispanic uh, consumers over-index for consuming social media content. And in fact, they over-index for being content creators. And so they're out there not just consuming that material, but actually creating and influencing other cultures with black and Hispanic wait, wait, culture. So it's an, help me out. An interesting... Over-indexing. Tell me what that means. I don't know what that means. 
It just means they spend more time on average in those spaces than do non-minorities. Really? And is it, but it's le- and it's less expensive to access social media, isn't it? I mean, it's well, got to be cheaper than putting up a billboard. Well, digital in general has allowed for brands to get out there and buy media in a way that is more uh, performance driven. So in, in that sense, I would say it's more efficient. I don't know that I would say it's less expensive. You still have to commit sizable budgets if you want to achieve, you know, the kind of reach and uh, and connection that a brand needs. Yeah, the other thing is this this ability to narrow cast, to really focus using digital to really focus your message and not waste it on the wrong demographics. Right. Uh, today, programmatic is is what that's called. We used to call it behavioral targeting, and it evolved so much. And today, uh, you know, there are lots of data sources that allow you to pinpoint an audience, um, you know, from a uh, behavioral perspective that tells you this person might be in the market for a product. And then uh, from a creative perspective, you have the ability to dynamically create advertising that speaks uniquely to someone like you. And uh, and the effectiveness of that is pretty remarkable. So so tell me about the space down there. So I, as I said at the beginning, you're, you're taking on an entire floor in one of the new buildings down in the West End. And it, I mean, it, it is a substantial footprint. Tell me about collaborating in your business. And, and I mean, I, I guess you went through a year when everybody was working remotely. Does that not work in your business? So it's really been two years that we've had this kind of remote uh, model. And what I would say is that productivity um, has been sustained. We, we were able to get the work done and out the door. Um, but our culture is something that we really uh, value. And so we, we believe that in-person collaboration is going to be critical to our future success. And so as we've looked at designing uh, the new space, we've got lots and lots of collaborative spaces. Mm. Um, and we also see that um, the space as we grow will allow for flexibility. So uh, as we you know, enter the coming years, we're going to have to figure out how do we balance uh, the work from home and the work in office. And I feel like, you know, if the space, uh, once it's completed, houses 100 people, as we look to the future, as we grow, if we grow to 200 people, um, that same space could arguably accommodate that number of people if we put them on a rotating schedule, which a lot of people are looking for. And so we have to be smart uh, about how we do this. We have to be competitive because people are looking for that flexibility. And uh, and so I'm excited about how uh, it all plays out. But uh, collaboration is is critical to our business and to our culture. Yeah, I mean, this really is a good time to be laying out a new office rather than being shackled with a five-year lease and maybe the old conventional. So I guess there has to be a lot of brainstorming about what's going to work and, and, and what isn't. You're, you're paving new ground here. Right. And we're working with uh, Corrigan Architects, uh, one of the best firms in the country. And uh, they've spent a lot of time thinking about what the current and future workplace looks like. And so uh, I'm going to listen to them a lot. And, um, and I think we're going to get 
into a good place. So tell me, how do you market yourself? I would imagine there are a whole lot of companies out there that say, wait a minute, find find out whoever's doing that avocados from Mexico thing, because I really like that, or, you know, whoever's handling interstate batteries. So I would guess that some business just kind of comes over the transom, but how do you how do you get do you respond to requests for proposal RFPs too? We do. Um, we have a, a pretty good profile in the industry, so there are clients, brands, uh, the press knows about. Um, we frequently update the press with new work that we've launched, and um, and then there are also business or new business consultants uh, that help brands go out and figure out what uh, the right roster of potential agencies is for them. Uh, they go through an RFP process and then they select an agency. And so we we try to keep everybody up to speed with where we are as an agency, uh, what work we've got uh, coming out, uh, what talent we might have brought on uh, onto the, our team. And um, and then we we just get out there and hustle. Well, you're you're doing pretty well. I, I'm, I'm, my my knee jerk is to wish you uh, great success, but you've already got great success. So I can I wish you continued success, and it's always nice to see another product of the Texas Panhandle doing well. Well, David, thank you so much. Uh, it's it's always great to talk to you. Look forward to inviting you into our new space when it's completed, and uh, we'll see you soon. I look forward to seeing it. For more of our conversation with Pedro Lerma, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.